0: everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost and this is the Joy of Junk Journals, the Paper Outpost podcast and I am recording this today from my kitchen and Sunny is over there chewing on. What are you chewing on? What is that? Something. Let me go check this out. But today's topic, today's topic is uh, creating, oh, what, oh, it's a piece of a sweet pea. Okay, can I have that back? Yeah, let me get, I'll get you a fresh one. Um, yep, life as we have it around here. Sunny is my uh, little Maltese dog, little puppy. He just turned one, and he helps me craft <laughs> in his own little way. Okay, here's a fresh, here's a fresh pea, darling. There you go. Uh, so, I was, uh, playing with some scraps yesterday, and I found, um, A willingness to try new things because I was playing with scraps. For some reason I gave myself the permission to play and be goofy and um, try different techniques that I wouldn't normally try if I was perhaps in the throes of a journal I was making for somebody or I was planning to sell. For some reason I gave myself a little bit more. Hi, that's Holly right on cue. That's my African gray parrot who's about five feet away from me and letting me know that he is here and present and has a lot to say to everybody. So hello from Holly, Hollywood. And uh, the two lovebirds are fine. If anybody's wondering, they are right there, Happy and Leonardo. And um, I'm sure they'll have something to say before this podcast is over. So, yep, creating something from nothing. Um, so there I was in the midst of yet another scrap pile up to my neck and trying to figure out if I could craft my way out of that scrap pile. And, uh so I decided to pull out the old reckless abandon card and just goof, goof off, goof off with the papers and not have any judgment or any uh, pressure on myself to perform, any have to's, any, any um, striving to, to to create anything super duper, but just play and and maybe try some different things so i started playing with some distress ink and i used it in ways that i um, either had never used it before or hadn't used it in a long time and i actually had a lot of fun with that and if i didn't give myself the freedom uh and basically um unleash myself from the uh Uh, the way I think I should have to do things or maybe I'm used to doing things or or doing things the way they're familiar to me and just try something different, it would have never happened. And um, while in the end I say, uh, maybe it wasn't a masterpiece that I created, but boy, did I have a lot of fun. There was like a serious amount of fun. And I'm wondering in there somewhere in that experience, is there a little nugget of something that's worth talking about? And I was wondering if um, you ever experienced the same thing where you take the pressure off of yourself to perform and you just relax into the experience and try goofy things like uh, for example I had taken a little tiny piece of paper and I had covered it all in glue stick and then I actually um, ran my ink pad over the top of the the wet glue stick that was on top of the um the paper not on the glue stick itself but on the paper and I thought you know gosh I didn't even know if the if the ink was going to stick but it did and it looks kind of cool and I, I rubbed a couple different colors on top of it and it kind of created a um I want to say a smudgy smoky grungy grimy look which turned out kind of cool it was actually fun to make and um man I would I, would, I feel like running right back in there and, and and making some more right now um it would be great to make backgrounds with, and. Um, um, you know, if you were going for a certain theme style journal, maybe a steampunk journal, something like that. And you could just run off in a direction doing that. You know, I wondered what that would be like if I I or we, we as a collective group allowed ourselves to play more with our papers. Um, sometimes um, may, many of you may know that I do collect a lot of old papers, a lot of old papers, a lot of old um, ephemera um, things like that old ledger papers postcards and newspapers things like that and uh, sometimes um, when the items feel precious or feel special um, I may be less willing to do things with them maybe I um, uh, don't cover them in ink or don't spritz them with dye or don't put glitter or something on that but maybe maybe it's time to break that pattern maybe it's time to go out on the bold edge and um you know see where we can go with these things and maybe maybe if we want to tiptoe there gingerly the way to go is in the world of our scraps first because that seems really I don't know risk-free you know what I mean it's safe it's it's uh um, only little bits of paper and um, it'll be okay if we goof it up and uh no love lost right it's only a pile of scrap paper what do you think Sunny? do you think there's possibilities there go for it mom you just go for it okay son I will I will I will go for it um so yeah I'm kind of thinking that uh that's how things get created when we're creating something from nothing and uh yesterday was really just pulling together uh, little bits of paper which there were quite a few on my desk um and I know I didn't get through the whole desk and clean the whole desk as my my lofty dreams uh uh were you know drawn out but um uh, you know, I made a little dent, and that little dent mattered. M- mattered because it became a, a fulfilling experience where it was fun. It was fun to sit down and just goof off, kick my heels back, have fun, low pressure, low stress. I just wanted to zen out with the papers, and uh, I'm having a funny feeling that a lot of people like to do the same thing. And maybe uh, sometimes in the world of junk journals, there's a there's a split. There's a dichotomy. There's two sides to it. Junk sounds easy and playful. Journal sounds like a book, and that sounds complicated and hard to in- construct. So sometimes we pull two worlds together, and maybe we get stuck in one world more than another, and um, we can get lost. And uh, uh, somehow, it's, it's. I think there's value in spending time in each world. Sometimes you just. <laughs> I can't say this, but I want to say sometimes you just got to play with your junk. <laughs> There, I said it. Okay, so you're playing with your scrap papers. And uh, um, you, uh, you're just willing to do things that you aren't willing to do with the precious stuff, you know. And um, this can fan out into the fabric area as well the material and fabric um, which I I love to incorporate in my journals um, because I do consider them another fiber like paper is so to me it's all part of the same world and they give a different texture uh, different tactile sense to journals Um, not always bringing them in but sometimes they have a place and sometimes they have a big place sometimes they have a little place and sometimes they don't show it up at all and it's all good it's all good and um, I uh, uh, I think sometimes that um, there's a lot of joy in creating little things to add to our journals. And sometimes, oh, this is one thing that's really, really happens a lot when I hear people say, I made all this ephemera, but I haven't made the journal yet. And I encourage you um, uh, to make a simple journal to start and, and just make it easy and just take some papers. You don't even have to have a cover. Just take some copy paper, even if you haven't coffee dyed it, anything like that, and just do your three-hole pamphlet stitch or just sew down the middle of those papers and make a book and just start. And I think once you get started, you'll, you'll realize it's not as bad as you think, it, and it's not as scary as you think, and then you're going to start to think about what you can do as opposed to what you can't do, and you're going to start going off in different directions and your mind is going to go happily hopping, happily hopping down the rabbit path. And, uh, um, you're just going to go on a wild adventure ride. And then all of a sudden you're going to start dragging all those things, um, that are close to you, closer to you, like all your little bits of paper and things like that, that you come across in your normal daily life. And they're all going to become little magical objects that are going to somehow be transformed and find their way into your book. And, uh. Uh, You may make one book or you may make a hundred or you may make a thousand. I don't know what your journey is, but it's whatever it is. It's it's perfect for you and you'll make as many books or as few books as you need and want to and um, uh, they'll all be different. And you'll learn something from every one of them. There's always a step, always a process, always a technique, something something that'll just tweak your eye and you'll say, hey, what if I did this this time? Or what if I did that this time? Or what if I did the spine like this? Or what if I did the closure like that? Or how about a spine dangle? No, I don't want a spine dangle. How about book corners? No, no book corners. How about fabric? Maybe fabric. How about lace? Oh, I don't know. It's getting also so many decisions to make, but... Um, there's always something more to play with and there's always more paper and there's always uh, more ideas. And that's, that's the good news. Um, And somewhere in the midst of it all, you can get lost in the process. And that's the whole goal that we just have a lot of fun along the way. We get lost in the process and maybe if we're lucky and if we're blessed at the end, we have a book we made. And that's a wonderful thing. I really hope everybody in our world gets to make a book at least one time in their life. I think it's a a wonderful experience, and it's something that um, will stay. It's part of a, a person's legacy. This is the book they made, and I know how I feel when I come across somebody else's book, a book that they made, I've found books from the late 1800s um, that people have made, no, earlier than that, probably early 1800s, um, and uh, it just boggles my mind when I think about who was this person, and what were they thinking, and, and what was their day like, and, and when did they have time to do this? I'm sure they were so busy doing so many other things, but they found a way to make take the time to make a book, and I, I'm so excited that they did, because if they didn't do that then, then I wouldn't be holding this now and looking back and taking a peek back in time Um, I think that uh, uh, you know when I was going to school um, I never really found history that fascinating another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to-dos Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. It was kind of one of those courses you had to trudge through and just memorize a lot of dates and facts, and I never really got it about the value of history. And it wasn't until I got older in life when I really started to become more amazed and more intrigued by the course of events in life and how things play out over time and why things happen and why, um, you know, different... Eras and time periods were the way they were, and and how they did things, how they took care of their health, and how they communicated with each other, and and when I came across this world of old papers, this world of ephemera, where everything seemed to be in some way, shape, or form documented, um, uh, it documented this this unusual and fascinating history. That is when my interest peaked with. historical facts of things and um, the the events and the processes that they went through and the experiences that they had reading somebody's I know it sounds weird but reading somebody's diary back from the you know early 1900s is just the most fascinating thing you just get this little sneak peek into what life was really like it's not altered by Hollywood or by your sister Sally or your neighbor it is just what it is and how you interpret it and it's the raw data and you may Make of it what you will, but it's it's almost like, like going back in time and, and, and looking back there to see what really happened, and that's when things become fascinating. When you're actually, I don't know, for me, holding the papers that they actually held, that, that is just thrilling um, and that's really here nor there of making a junk journal you don't need to have any um, old papers to make a junk journal this is kind of like icing on the cake honestly um, and it, it's not necessary, it's not mandatory but gosh it sure is fun and it's interesting and, and sometimes I think that maybe if somebody is going through one of my, my junk journals if they come across these old paper I, I'm, I am hoping I am hoping that it sparks an interest in them that somewhere down the line they're going to get a ooh or an aha or wow or I never thought about that and maybe about something they had no interest in before so I love to cram my journals full of you know Things from all different walks of life, like pages from organic chemistry and physics and, and the different areas of science and pharmacology and anatomy and, 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 um, you know, then peruse over into nature and birds and butterflies and, and ants and bees and, and and just amazing, uh, um, uh, the beauty of nature, um, all the flowers and the plants and everything. And it's just, it's so gorgeous. And then um, I love to roam over into the different languages, the different cultures, and, and take a look at what their their writing looked like, what their um, dictionaries looked like, what their uh, storybooks looked like. It's just, it's so much fun to hopscotch along into these little areas. And, and you can dive deep into any area that you want, or you can stay shallow and just skip along the top and just do little tastes does he go? Um, Or you can totally focus on one and just go go to town and totally explore that area. I mean, there's so many different ways that you can do it. Just looking at the different types of recordings that people did from days gone by just seeing what they bought at the general store that is the coolest thing boy talk about being able to really look back and touch uh, history and see you know how much butter Mr. Flumplemaker uh, bought at the general store and why did he need 17 pounds what was he making he must have had some serious plans for some cooking that night or he was taking it home to Mrs. Flumplemaker and she was going to be making something fabulous I'm sure Um, maybe she was uh, into pastries who knows Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, um, uh, and, and what things cost, I mean, just being able to see what uh, people paid for items back then that we recognize today, or even going back farther in time and looking how cursive writing has changed. Oh my goodness. When you look at the writing from, well, let's face it from today, then you go back a little bit to like the seventies. That's when I was really starting to learn how to write. And, um, well, probably a little earlier than that, but, um, um, and then, like, the 30s, and then, you know, the the writing was more beautiful, more specific, more intricate, more uh, detailed, and then before that, there was much more calligraphy, stylization, curly cues, heavy, light lines, almost... Almost artistic writing, and then you go back farther than that into the 1700s, and S's looked like F's, and and everything. It's almost hard to read because we don't even recognize the writing anymore. So it's it's just so fascinating. It's almost hard to tell what what um, language it is, and uh, even though it could be English, it could be English looking at you right in the face. Yet it doesn't look like English writing anymore, Um, or what we write doesn't look like English writing. That was of english writing <laughs> the real stuff back then um, you know it's just it's just fascinating and when you think to what toils uh they toiled to write these um documents and uh, if you made a mistake you just had to start over there was no there was no way to erase it or cover it up there was no white out there wasn't anything like that so kind of circling back here to uh, creating something from nothing Um, yep. It's very easy to get excited about the old ephemera trail and hopping down the bunny path and, and, and getting and having so much fun, especially if you've never felt the papers and things like that. It's just, it's a, it's a myriad of joys, but I want you to know there can be just as many joys with the regular stuff that we have today. I mean, just consider in, in your own house, you've got probably paper towel, maybe napkin. I hope you have toilet paper, um, you may have some material. Maybe you've got some old linens or old bed sheets or curtains or shower curtains, things like that. Maybe you've got some copy paper. Maybe you've got some school notebooks. Um, maybe you've got some playing cards, things like that. Things that are just. Present and easy and uh it's okay. It's okay to have those around. And uh of course it's okay to have those around. We need those Pam. <laughs> but um these are commonplace things that uh we come across every day and those things uh, wet 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 wipes, yes, yeah I was just playing with wet wipes um you can do a lot of fun things with those even after you're done crafting so junk mail don't forget about junk mail that beautiful glorious delivery of free craft items that comes through your door every day known as junk mail um all the magazines and the ads and the circulars and the flyers and the coupons and this and that newspapers and and you name it um Geez, does anybody get newspapers anymore? Um, but a lot of it is disappearing, so it looks a little more precious these days. Even receipts, how about receipts? We tend to still get those. Um, so um, don't forget all those Amazon boxes and all the packing paper and all the and the cardboard and all of that that comes. Um, so there is a lot of stuff that is available to all of us that we can recreate reanimate and uh, breathe new life into and create something from nothing so I encourage you when you gather some stuff gather it all together and don't be afraid of it look at it for what it is it's paper especially today's paper you might be less emotionally bonded to so it might not be that hard to you know have a go at a piece of junk mail and say all right little envelope you and I are going to town and we're just going to see what happens I have no idea what's going to come out at the other end you may not look like your original form at all I may cut you up I may open you up I may slice you into seven pieces I may weave you back together I may um, rubber stamp you I may sticker you I may turn you into a pocket or a tuck or I may glue a poem I don't know what I'm going to do with you but when you and I are done we're going to have had some serious fun along the way. So I also encourage you to go into that little drawer, that little box of little supplies that you've squirreled away, like maybe some paints or maybe some colored pencils or maybe some crayons or maybe some um, inks or dyes or gelatos or sprays or whatever you have, whatever you have, pen. If you only have a pen and a pencil, let's see what you can do with it. Um, There's a lot. Um, There really is. We should do a... Uh, video on some extreme basic crafting and let's see how crazy we can get with it. Oh, that would be fun. All right, Sunny, Sunny, write that down. Okay, extreme basic crafting. Sunny is now writing this down. Extreme basic crafting. Boy, you have to grab these ideas or they waft away in the wind. You know what I mean? So, um, very, very good uh, thought to have. So, um, I hope you give yourself a sense of freedom to just go play and have fun, and explore, and push your own envelope while you're working on your little envelopes. Uh, So I hope you're having fun out there. Happy crafting, and big hugs from all of us here um, at the Paper Outpost from me, and Sunny, and Holly, and happy Leonardo, and Papa. Uh, We'll be talking to you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.